everybody. We're so thankful to have you here with us. Um, you know, we always like to talk about all things concerning ourselves. So we believe God wants to sanctify us, spirit, soul, and body. And today we want to talk about body and keeping our body healthy and strong and having it be a vessel that carries us with strength to run our race and finish our course. And today I've got a guest with me uh, that I'm super excited to just introduce to everybody who's listening to this by podcast or watching this by video. Uh, he is an entrepreneur. He's got his hand in a lot there. I, I, I might want love to do a separate whole podcast just on what you've seen from from small business ownership and entrepreneurship and that kind of thing. But you also have prioritized maximizing health and have a passion for people finding that in their own life. Uh, and so, Aaron, we're so glad to have you here with us today. I, I know we're going to have a lot of fun yes. uh, kind of discussing these things. And the, the question that I want to um, kind of lead with is is one, I know a lot of people are focused on health and fitness, wanting to lose weight, wanting to see their bodies be stronger, be fitter, that kind of thing. So I'll just throw out kind of like a fun hypothetical. Say I, I notice that I need to lose 30 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm looking to lose 30 pounds, but at the same time, I don't want to lose muscle mass while I'm doing that. What would you suggest that I do to kind of get from point A to point B? Well, first of all, if you're wanting to lose body fat um, and build muscle at the same time, it's so much about changing that diet. You know, it's, you know, the old saying, abs are made in the kitchen. So, you know, it's, <laughs> we all have them. They're just, kind of they're just kind of <laughs> hitting on there a little bit. So, you know, so most people and a lot of people, if you start losing that, just that body fat, you're going to realize you already have some muscle in there because yes. it, it takes, it, it takes a little bit of muscle just to get that body around everywhere. Right. Yes. So I would say, you know, you've got to get toned in onto your diet. What okay. am I eating? You know, when I wake up, I think I told you this before, I've been doing a lot of fasting. So when I wake up in the morning, I don't eat a whole lot until later in the day. But when I do eat, you know, watch those sugars. Watch what you're really putting in there. So many people drink sodas, you know, and they don't realize. I mean, if you look at how much sugar is actually in one soda yeah. or even I was showing my um, daughter Scarlett last night and her little Go-Gurts. She's like, Daddy, are these healthy? I'm like, well, let's look at it real quick together. You know, well, how much sugar? Well, this right here, this one little Go-Gurt's got eight grams of sugar. Doesn't seem like a lot. But you have a few eight grams, eight grams, eight grams over the day. Next thing you know, it's hard to pull off that fat. And when it comes to building muscle, that's really protein. You know about that? We talked before about one to one and a half grams of protein for every pound of body weight you have if you're trying to add that muscle. Yes. But really, it's it's focusing on, you know, what am I really eating? Is it whole foods, natural foods? That's really where my wife and I put our focus is we went paleo for a long time. Okay. And we just really cut out all the processed foods, got really the sugar. And then it's just getting into that gym and working out that intensity, you know, working um, like hypertrophic workouts, they call it. So it's, you know, like bodybuilding style where we're doing 10, 12 repetitions, nothing too fast, keeping that heart rate, you know, a good 120 beats a minute or so. And then just continue to get that good pump, filling those muscles with, with, um, with blood, getting that muscles pumped up and then just really honing in on that diet a lot. Yeah. Well, you said a lot that I want to deep dive into because on my journey of health, many of those principles that you just named are things that experts have pointed me to. 
Uh, I've got a good physician that I, I really enjoy, and I would recommend everybody kind of find that. Find a physician that you can talk to about health and fitness. And and honestly, if they're not healthy and strong themselves, I don't know if I'd take uh, too much advice. That's true. <laughs> so true. From, from them. But um, I have a doctor I really respect. And, and he told me the name of the game with this is fasting. He, he mentioned insulin. Mm-hmm. And how, you know, the, the key to good health is managing insulin. And that when we're eating, a lot of times we're taking in a lot of sugar, uh, even unknowingly. And every time we do, it's raising insulin. And when insulin is raised in the body, it's basically telling the body to store fat and yeah. to bring fat into our cells and into our system. And that when you see fat on a body, it's, it's not a bad thing necessarily. It's energy. It's stored energy on your body. And when you're fasting, basically you're telling your body, okay, before I bring in new energy, I'm going to use the stored energy that is on me. So instead of feeling shame for the fat, see it for what it is. It's literally energy on the body. And when you're fasting, you're training your body to use the energy that is on it versus consuming new energy for it. So don't feel shame. Just see it for what it is. It's energy there. And so fasting is something that obviously Jesus taught about. It's, it's, it's amazing to me now, all the science like pointing to how healthy fasting is for us. And fasting is a huge part of the scriptural narrative uh, and things like that. But I know intermittent fasting is something that is on the rise. There's many health benefits from it. Uh, That's something that I try to do, like even in my own life, cutting off eating at six, begin eating at 12, uh, you know, 6 p.m. to 12 um, in the, um, you know, midday, that kind of thing. Um, And sometimes when I'm working out or have a labor intensive uh, workout in the morning, um, you know, I'll eat something there to kind of take in nutrients for the day. But but talk to me about what intermittent fasting looks for you and the benefits that you've seen from that or the people that you've worked with and, and what that kind of window of fasting looks like. One of the big benefits for me was, you know, before I would never thought I could fast. I just thought that was I was like, man, I got to eat carbs. I got to I need this energy. And I kind of, you know, get that into your mindset. So you repetitively tell yourself these things. And then I started trying fasting and I loved it because it really helped me with my hunger. When I got away from that habit of thinking I need to eat all the time, it helped me so much. I'd started fasting. So I wake up in the morning and I'll usually drink like a black coffee mm-hmm. um, and water. And I do a lot of sparkling water. Bubbly is kind of my favorite thing, just carbonated sparkling water. And I'll usually drink that till probably two o'clock is usually when I'll usually eat my first meal, one to two. Okay. And then at that point in time, um, you know, I try to stick on protein. I don't do a lot of processed foods. Um, but, um, protein, some rice, I'm not scared of carbs at all. I, I have no fear of carbs. Um, because again, like you said, I'll keep a little bit of body fat on my body. I'm not, I'm not trying to compete or be in, you know, any nutrition shows or anything like that. So at the end of the day, I just want to have a healthy, strong body and carbohydrates, fats, proteins. Those are the three big, you want to walk, um, focus on, like we're talking about the, the macros. So I try to keep that protein intake high. Carbs is okay. Um, I, when I went paleo before, I ixed all bread, everything. I didn't eat a piece of pizza for four years at one point in time. It's my favorite food. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I just got rid of everything. But um, so that's, I think, the biggest takeaway for me was learning that control that fasting gave me over my diet. So what is your fasting window? You said you start eating from two. Do you have a cutoff time? Um, usually, I see, I eat late, too. I'm a late-night eater, right. you know. I'll, I'll and, and I really haven't 
you know, it depends on what you hear. You hear some people don't eat late, don't eat late. You're going to store that fat while you're sleeping. But I haven't had any issues yeah. with it. And I feel like so many people, you know, each body's a little bit different. Everybody's going to respond a little bit different. And yeah. I do great. I'll eat up until sometimes 11 o'clock at night. And then after 11, I won't eat until usually about one or two the next Because they say kind of the goal is like that that 10 to 12 hours without the, the body having food in it. So whatever that kind of ratio is, which, you know, if you're sleeping eight hours, you know, and that kind of thing, it becomes a little bit easier to kind of manage that. But, yeah. you know, the longer you can extend that window to 12 to 16 hours or something like that and eat in a four hour window or six hour window or something along that lines yeah that that kind of helps with that and what that the right? cool thing with the fasting too is if i do have a desire to eat something that isn't the greatest like when you're fasting it's it's a little bit easier to cheat like that sure. i find you know so i'll fast so much and if i feel like you know when i like i said before when i went paleo i was so strict and then then i just kind of got burnt out like, yeah. i'm like gosh i I enjoy food, right? It's yeah. good. And, like, and, it's, <laughs> and I think, you know, and I, I was talking about this in, in a session with uh, our campus pastor here at Lakeland, Luke, who's lost a lot of weight. It's like we see that that even in scripture, it's okay to like slay the fatted calf and seafood sometimes a celebration. Mm -hmm. But we need to have like that moderation of like 10 to 20% max of like food for pleasure. Yeah. And the rest of the time, food is for fuel. It yeah. is is for building out our bodies. It's for making them healthy and strong. It's to, to give us the fuel that we need to, to run our race and That's that right. kind of thing. Now, one of the things you mentioned with food is like even in that window, okay, like let's try to incorporate more fast. We want to keep our insulin low. And the way we do that is not by bringing things into the bodies. That's also not the time to be taking in diet drinks or things like that, because that will make your body increase in insulin as well, um, you know, and that kind of thing. So sticking with white coffees or teas uh, without sweeteners and that kind of thing, water, sparkling water, um, you know, that kind of thing, kind of in those windows. But then out of that, one of the things that my physician pointed to me is we want a protein full, a, a protein rich and a fiber full kind of diet. Like if you can emphasize those two things yeah. and try to eat, you know, whatever your, your, you know, goal of body weight is, whether it's 195 or 160 or 200, whatever it may be that out of that eat one gram of protein for that body weight. That's right. And he was saying that that will help maintain, build lean muscle mass, but also keep you full. Yeah. If you eat 200 grams of protein. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you feel like you can eat all four day. to six hour window. <laughs> uh, you know, out of that, you're going to feel very satiated. Sure. And then if you're, you're eating a fiber full diet, uh, which, like you said, I'm not afraid of carbs either. And that's something that I had to learn of, like, it's okay to, to not be afraid of this. Uh, but, but eating carbs that have good fiber in it. Um, certain fruits and vegetables have more fiber in it than others. Um, you know, that kind of thing. But, but how have you seen that in your life of, of eating protein and fiber and things like that with, with food being sometimes pleasurable and saying, that's okay. Like, I don't want to be a prisoner on the other side yeah. of this either. But what have you seen that affect your diet in? in uh, well, what a, a lot of things I like to do is so many people don't get enough greens in their diet. Mm -hmm. So what I've done to supplement that myself is I do a lot of green drinks okay. or I'll juice at home, um, get a lot of my fiber that way. Um, otherwise, I'll just buy a green drink. Watch. You got to watch the brands you get because some of them are just, you know, got a lot of it's just juice added right. concentrate, which is just takes all the fiber out of it, which is what concentrate is and leaves all the sugar, basically. Yep. So you just got to watch those juices you get. So I'll do a lot of just solid protein 
and then I will take in a lot of green drinks. So I might do a steak or let's say two burgers with a little bit of cheese on them. Um, I'll throw a bun in there maybe once in a while and then I'll just eat that and then I'll have uh, for my fiber, I'll do a green drink or, you know, juice something, um, get some fruit. And that's what we try to do. Even for my daughter, you know, she's we tried raising her very healthy from the start and then grandma and uncle started feeding a little something and it's hard to get that, that healthy food in there after that. So, but, so what we started doing on her also is it's protein and then usually fruit or protein and broccoli and just try to keep her carbs and vegetables. Yes. So, yeah. Let me ask you this. When did your journey of like thinking this way of like wanting to do paleo or wanting to try intermittent fasting or, you know, these types of things, did you have a moment in your life where it just clicked of, I want my life to be healthy or it, it, it was forced on me. It was forced on me okay. because I got into the way I got into fitness was at a young age. My sister had a friend, boyfriend, that was a baseball player. And when I was, she was 10 years older than me. So I was, I think, five or six. And he came and he showed me that bicep muscle. <laughs> and I saw that bicep muscle and I was like, wow. I said, I want one of those. And I love WWF. I want one of those. Said, yeah, I want that. <laughs> so that just sprung it for me. And I started working out on my, on my, on my own. Um, every single day I do my own little workouts. And then, um, about five years later, my sister introduced me to one of her other friends and he was into Olympic weightlifting. He was a football player. And so then he started teaching me more about lifting. I started competing in Olympic weightlifting, okay. which is clean and jerk and snatch yep. at an early age at about 12 years old. I started wow. competing and I was in track and field. I was football. So I loved athletics. And so that was just a base. And I, Got into the muscle and fitness magazines, reading those every single day, just figured it out on my own. You know, we didn't have the internet back then, so it was just <laughs> magazines, everything. And then uh, from there, it just became a part of my life, and okay. I loved it so much. But then through my journey, went through some hard times in my early 20s, made a lot of bad decisions, started doing a lot of things that hurt my body, putting a lot of things in my body I should have never put in my body. And then it was forced. I ended up being in the ER almost every week um, for a period of time, my heart rate would just start racing. I was in the middle of Texas and driving to a, a dealership to do some work. And all of a sudden my heart rate just, and I'm in the middle of nowhere at Texas. And God just happened to put a hospital in the middle of nowhere. I promise you go back today. It's not there. <laughs> it was just there for me. And and my sitting resting heart rate was 220 beats a minute. And it, they, again, doctors didn't really know. So they just kind of over the time per, started giving me different medication, trying to figure it out. I end up having high blood pressure um, in my early 20s. So I really went through a, a bad, bad part there. So it was forced on me to take care of myself because the doctors kept trying different things. Try this, try this. Almost stroked out one time in the hospital. Again, I was probably 25 years old. And then I was like, well, I'm not getting the right information here. So I need to try something else. So really got in so heavy into prayer, meditation, then paleo and just eating greens and really cutting out everything and then getting back onto um, the high intensity workouts. Because what I had done to my body, the doctor's like, I don't think you're gonna, your body's going to be producing enough testosterone. You might need different supplements. Right. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, the supplement or the what they were putting me on was raising my blood pressure up. So it was just this bad combo. So I said, okay, well, I need to figure this out on my own. So I went hundred percent paleo. Like I said, started praying heavy, meditating every single day, 
getting those intensity workout, high intensity workouts. And so my body would start producing its own testosterone mm -hmm. again, start producing its own growth hormone because we have that ability in it. Our body's got its own pharmacy built inside of it, Yeah, you know? So when you realize, you know, it's like, okay, your body can produce this testosterone and the growth hormone. So it's like, okay, how do I do that? Through intense workouts, like at your Orange Theory, you see that it's, it's, it was such a difference for me. So once I started getting, changing my habit, daily habits, and then, like I said, everything changed. I went hard four years of just paleo, didn't cheat, and then was off all my medications and i have really haven't looked back since i've been as healthy as i've ever been and uh like i said it just it was forced on me for sure <laughs> i love it though aaron and and so as we're, let's close this episode out and then we'll do another one on exercise on food um so we want to shrink our eating window and try to go more extended period of times with not eating mm -hmm. this keeps insulin low it also helps us with self-control. Mm -hmm. um, there's spiritual benefits to, to shrinking our, our eating window and, and having like a, a less, less kind of time there for that. Um, when we do eat, we want to make sure that we're consuming protein and fiber. Mm -hmm. um, would you say, you know, you talked about macros, briefly kind of explain what macros are to people, because I know that's kind of like a buzzword now with health. <laughs> Uh, explain for those who might not know what that means. Well, we macros mean are basically going to, the three major ones that they're going to focus on is you're going to be your protein, your carbohydrates, and then also um, uh, fats. fats. And so those, that's what I really focus on. And people, you know, we can't eat fat. Well, there's a lot of great fats yes. out there, whether that's avocados, nuts. Yes. So you've got a lot of different ways that you can get those fats in there. And like I said, with the carbohydrates, I try to get that with my fruits and my vegetables. Yes. And then proteins, you know, big steak, chicken, um, those are probably my two ground beef. Yes. Um, but outside of that, yeah, just focusing on those. What am I really consuming? So many people will, you know, drink two sodas in a day and don't realize how much sugar is in there you're, or whatever it might be that you're putting in there. Like I said, the go-gurts. Yeah. You your kid eats three or four go-gurts and they, next thing they've got 30 grams of sugar. And yeah. that, maybe it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you look at what 30 grams of sugar is, I mean, that's a lot of sugar. Yeah. So just really honing in on those. And there, I mean, you can get a lot of great research out there. I mean, we're in the world of information. So um, like you said, one gram, of bot, one gram of protein for every pound of body weight, if you're trying to put on some muscle, that's not necessarily have to do that. I don't probably get that all the time. Because right. like you said, that's a lot of eating. It yes. really is. <laughs> it's, it's nonstop. So um, for me, it's a, a big part of just eating what I know, you know, the what? And that was one of the questions I was going to ask building out on the macro. Do you have a certain percentage of like 80%, you know, protein? I know 30, 40% protein, 10% fats, rest carbohydrates. Do you think in terms of that or is it just I, more I personally getting don't. those through? I personally don't. I, the big thing for me is, okay, what is something that if I had to go hunt and gather on my own, what is the kind of food yeah. that I could get? Yeah. You know, and if it's not in that something I could get on my own, whether it's hunting it or gathering it, I try not to put it in my body. Yeah. And you're not going to eat so much fruit that you're going to get fat, even though it's loaded in sugar. Right. You know, so it's no, just, I've never had anybody come in and be like, I'm so overweight. It's like, what'd you eat? Blueberries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, so, but out of that, do you have core foods that you just kind of lean on more than others to, to keep you satiated, to keep you full or things that you enjoy that you, you know, I'm, do you I, kind of look at there? Yeah, I try to, I pretty much eat the same things. It's, it's going to be steak, 
burgers, um, maybe a little bit of sausage in the morning for breakfast. If I do eat something early in the morning, I'll eat like a little bit of sausage and some eggs. I do a lot of eggs. Okay. Eggs is probably one of my big ones for protein too. So yeah. protein, steak, ground beef, some chicken. Um, you mentioned, cause that's a, that's a big kind of thing. That's a topic now of like, if I do eat a lot of red meat, do eat a lot of eggs, do eat a lot of that, that cholesterol and blood pressure are two things that, you know, people will say will be affected by that with somebody who did have blood pressure issues and things like that. What effects of a diet like that have you seen on your own body? Is that something that you look at or like uh, check while, when you're eating and that kind of thing? Yeah, no, not really. Um, you know, as far as, as far as my diet, it, it's, it's as plain as it gets. And that's why I said, I have to, I have to let myself have some fun with yeah. my diet, but at the end of the day, it's, it's almost routine what I eat. Yeah. Um, and it, I find it makes it a little bit easier that sure. way. You know, I don't have to, you know, do too much thinking about, okay, what's for dinner. It's pretty much, we go to the grocery store, we buy the same things every single time we cook the same things. Um, and our family's got our core meals that we pretty much always eat day in and day out. Yeah. One one of the things that I did, and I'd be curious to see if you'd ever have, had experimented like this or kind of coach people to do it, is, you know, when I was 300 pounds, I'm 212 today, I want to get at 200 and then just see where I'm at and then go from there, either, you know, increasingly muscle mass or decreasing weight, that kind of thing. But out of that, one of the things that helped me a lot, and I've heard people talk about it, and I can testify for me it helped, is keeping a food journal. Now, you know, I'm, and now I used to just on paper of like writing down what I ate, but now I use the, my, my plate app okay. and that out of that, it kind of breaks down my macros for me. And it'll show me if I eat that gogurt, I can scan the barcode and it's like showing me, okay, like this was high in sugar and you know, that kind of thing. And I've noticed that whenever I've been able to drop weight, it's because I do diet track mm. and kind of keep in that. And when I combine intermittent fasting with that, I see a lot of progress yeah. with those things, but it really opened up my eyes one to see exactly what I was putting in my body. But secondly, for me to see my patterns, mm -hmm. uh, that there were certain patterns that I was exhibiting, um, you know, with my eating of like, okay, why am I eating this late? Or, or why am I, you know, craving sugar immediately after work mm -hmm. of just seeing like a lot of these things were comfort items for me yeah. of just things to kind of pull me back. Have you ever done any of that yourself of like food journaling or that kind of thing? I personally haven't. My wife has, okay. she had, a, she had an app that she used. I forget what app it was, but that helped her get great results too. Yeah. Because, you know, just like you said, it's. Throughout the days, you might go in the pantry and eat your kid's goldfish, a little right. handful of your goldfish <laughs> or this as a mom, you know, whatever it is. Next thing you know, you're like, oh, my goodness, I just ate 500 extra calories and just little nibbling on things. And so for her getting diligent on tracking that, yeah. noticing, hey, where am I getting this extra food at? Like, and just being accountable to that. Yes. And it helped her out a ton to be able to track that and get that. And for me, like I said, I've, I, I'm so active that it helps me with my diet. Sure. You know, I, I feel like I would have to really eat some bad stuff to get out of shape now because I'm so active, whether sure. it's walking, working out, running, playing with the kids. Like that's my big thing. One of my goals from a young age that I instilled in my mind was like, when I'm a grandpa, I want to be able to get out there with the young kids yep. and be active. I said, if I continue, if I never stop working and I'm, constantly focused on my mind and my body why do i need to get old why yes. does my body need to 
you know, depreciate. Like it doesn't have to, like you can stay active. And there's a lot, you see a lot of people online these days that are into their 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're amazing fit. No, Jack Lalane was one of them back in the day, you know, so. Yeah, I just read about this lady who was um, 91 years old and she climbed Mount Fuji. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like we do, like part of our covenant with God is that he will renew our youth, like the youth of the needle, that we could rise to places physically that people would look at and be like, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Like they're young for that age, but so much of it is what we put in our body. And that old saying of like, we are what we eat. Um, And so I I pray this has been enlightening for me. I pray it's been enlightening for you. We're going to come back and do a whole nother episode on movement of like what we've noticed there and movements that we can do that increase functionality, strength, stretching, all of those kinds of things. But thank you for joining us and we will see you next time.